1: Back peeps to another episode of the Tooth the dare podcast with your friends Irene and Katrina who is drinking a white and I am drinking a red what is happening in the world and in your world girlfriend Hi you?
2: pickle um so good so life is awesome um yes. I don't even know like where to even start Thanksgiving is next week I will which obviously we can cross that bridge next week when we talk about Thanksgiving but like Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday like by is far it? Yes. Really? Yes. I thought like
1: Pride Week was your favorite holiday. Well,
2: Pride Pride Week is, is one of my favorite holidays. But Thanksgiving is like my number one. Like I love Thanksgiving so much. So I'm like, I'm in like prep mode right now. I'm conceptualizing like what my dinner's going to look like. I'm getting the carpet cleaners to come Are you doing out. something? I am. Yes, I am. So here in Arizona, you can't have like more than six people over for dinner but if it's a funeral you can have 30 people so we're having a funeral for the turkey So who are
1: you killing for the turkey oh, we're having okay. a funeral
2: for the turkey at my house and <laughs> <clears throat> i'm feeling pretty good about it is so everyone
1: gonna wear black
2: we will yes probably probably like, um, are you gonna
1: wear like a fancy hat with like the the, the veil, the over, the I'll be, I'll be veil over the front and I'll be like wailing like
2: why why um no so we well we he was too young he was just he too didn't young. know no what what I do is we order um shirts from lookhuman.com uh and they're like Thanksgiving themed shirts that like uh-huh. everybody in my family wears and that's what we wear in the morning and then we like get cute in the afternoon but like we have the best time ever so we can talk about thanksgiving next week but i'm i'm really excited about that my heart is filled with so much joy I saved a lot of okay. teeth today in clinical practice. I mean, life is good with that. How many and teeth
1: did you save? Tell me all of the teeth.
2: Well, in perio, it's hard because you can't just be like, "Oh, everybody has twenty-eight teeth," or you know, whatever. And Then right. like calculate from there because like in perio, like people are people are missing teeth left and right. <laughs> They're missing a lot of teeth. Um, but yeah. you know, life is life is just like so good. Um, also, I think you're in the same boat that I am, where like I'm I'm in the aftermath of dense spicer in a world. And yes. all of that, you've you've certainly been on the platform much more than I have. So, like, first of all, are you living your best life? Tell me. I want to know the answer.
1: <laughs> I, am, I am slightly living my best life. Only I'm slightly. living, like, 75% of my best life.
2: Why? Are you only but 75%? Yes. What, what's the other 25% of you doing? Well, I got some bad news today. <gasps> what?
1: What? Bad news? What? I got some really bad news today. Um... And to me, this is bad news. It was was the news that ended with the realization that I'm getting old.
2: Did you have a hangover this morning? Because sometimes when I wake up with a hangover, my tongue is stuck to my palate. I'm like, dang it.
1: No, no, it wasn't that. I, I, I realized today. Okay, so like we as dental peeps regularly were wearing a mask for like eight hours a day I'm going I'm going somewhere with this trust me okay so now that we're in this COVID world and and then we're wearing a mask for the rest of the day I feel like I have a mask on for like 22 of the 24 hours a day because I'm Mm -hmm. like yeah always out and about Mm -hmm. so the other day I was like damn like my skin is looking blah like it's looking dull it's looking not fun and normally I've had a couple Mm -hmm. of like sun excursions to like brighten me up a bit So I booked an appointment with this place in town called North Medical Spa.
0: And it's like
1: a, it's like, it's, it's a skin treatment. It's not like a regular spa. Like they don't do manicures or pedicures. Like it's all professionals that do serious treatments. So I went in for a consult today, and they they did this thing. They had me stick my face in this, like, scanning device. Oh, and it, like, before? identifies,
2: like, the various, like, sun oh damages God. and items? Yes, <clears throat> yes.
1: So they oh, had no. me stick my face in this device, and I can't even remember what the life of it for me is. I'm trying to look it up on their website, and I don't – Oh, it's called the Visa, V-I-S-I-A. Mm-hmm. And it, like, takes series of photos, and then so, shows you where your wrinkles are. It shows you, like – different gradients of your wrinkles like the superficial ones and the deeper ones and then the deepest ones it shows like different textures and colors and the sizes of your pores and which pores are clogged and then it shows you like sun damage Mm -hmm. and then it basically gives you like an age bracket Like, oh no, they ask you what your age is. They (laughs) they put it in the machine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they like, they plop your birthday into the machine. And then at the very end, it's like, beep, boop, 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 You have the skin age of a 54 year
2: old. Oh no. No, they didn't say 54, did they?
1: Yes, yes, which is interesting because in my (sighs) Densply Serona lecture, I shared my, um, my cardiac my cardio uh what is it cardio laboratories results mm-hmm. when they did a doppler or an ultrasound of my carotid artery and at the age of like 28 it also said that I had the arterial age of a 54 year old oh, no woman. so I'm almost certain that when I was born in 1985 I just came out a 54 year old woman what that if it's is, like but Benjamin uh, also,
2: Button though like what if you're just like in I reverse know. I hope so I hope so mm-hmm. so
1: I've so the lady the after she showed me this, it was like a complete sell. And I thought, oh, my God, like, we need something like this for dentistry. I'm certain that there are some scanner devices out there that can do this. But, um, yeah, I was like, just sign me up. Like, where do you need – Would do you want me to where, sign? Where do I like, sign, do I I to, sign to get regiment? rid of this 50-year-old skin? Schedule? You want to see me every four weeks? <clears throat> you want to see me every day? Like, I'll come in every day. What products do you want me to buy? I'll buy them all. Like, okay. just tell but me. Okay, but can you – Where you... do I sign? Hold
2: on. I, I want to do the Irene thing where I get to picture what it looks like for you to – to get to a place where you have 35-year-old woman skin. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Okay, so I picture that you walk into the spa... And there's like a gay handing out grapes and they're like, hello, yes, welcome on in. And there's like an oil diffuser and the oil diffuser is like, you know, dispersing lavender scents while Todrick Hall is playing some like, you know, gay music. And you walk in and you're like, yes, I'm here. And then they give you like an an elixir of sorts. Right. And it's got like a little bit of glitter in it, like just for funsies. Like it's not like the glitter doesn't do anything, but they give you glitter. And then you just sit there in this like tomb, like a tomb of... (laughs) Saline solution, and you sit there until, like a snake, you have molted off a, an Irene shaped <laughs> skin skeleton, and out you come out and you look amazing. And that's how you emerge as the Irene of 35 with amazing skin. Is that kind of what they're doing, or no? Like, I just want to know. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that exactly. it? No? I am. I am. I am the phoenix rising from my own ashes. <laughs> from your own ashes.
2: They're like like I'm, I'm, picturing like you know, yeah. snakes leave that like me skeleton. On fire. I just want. I just want like an Irene skeleton of like your dead skin cells just like, flow floating oh, in a no. tomb, <clears throat> a no, sarcophagi, it's, it's, if you will. It's
1: gonna be. It's gonna be a process from from what. Jen Jen the skin girl tells me mm. it starts off with like I don't know some hydration type of facial and then it goes into like some sort of I don't know chemical peels and uh, they're gonna stab me with some needles and do a bunch oh. of different treatments so <clears throat> I'll keep you guys posted but the place is beautiful if anyone's in the Toronto area and would like to check it out um Their, their place is called North medical and it's beautiful inside. Like I walked in, I was like, can I live here? Like everything is, Mm. you would love it. It's like hot pink and gold accents with like velvet, hot pink rugs and these beautiful gold pendant chandeliers. And there was no diffuser. Um, probably because people have sensitivities to smells, but it was Mm -hmm. like absolutely stunning. So Mm -hmm. anyway, so that was the bad news that I got today. And then also that I'm now allergic to most of the wines that I used to love to enjoy. So I, I, I'm trying new things and, and, and I was told that I'm extremely dehydrated, which I know and I've known for years. So now I need to actually like actively start drinking more water so that like, I don't shrivel up and look like a 75 year old woman when I'm only 35
2: I think hydration is very important Irene remember when I told you a few episodes back that you should hire like people to come in and like hook up an IV and
1: yeah I'm actually thinking about that does that mean that I get reset like if someone comes in and gives me an IV does that mean that like I'm good I'm reset and I don't have to like drink 40 gallons of water because I feel like I, I would have to drink so much to get back to where I should be
2: I think it brings you to the starting line, and then you have to like maintain from there. Right. It's like when you get a deep tissue massage, and you're like, you walk in with like freaking spina bifida, and you're like, help me. (laughs) And they like, give you back. That was me today. Yeah, like you have to. Yeah, you have to like you know maintain it, you know. Right. My my masseuse
1: is amazing. I had a massage today, which is why I'm making headlines. I got lines on my face. Um, It looks good. I go in every two weeks for like two two hour sessions and my masseuse looks like wolverine like he is like wolverine <gasps> is name. he single He's tatted oh i don't know i haven't asked he's tatted from like wrist to wrist like the most obscure tats and, uh, he, he's barefoot when he like, yes. he's like, he's me. really,
2: he's, he's doing it. He's doing the damn he's, thing.
1: He's yeah. And I fall asleep and then I, he wake, I wake up in pain when he hits certain trigger points. Oh. But anyway, it's pretty amazing. So yes. So that's, 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 that's me living my best life. But I got to watch some awesome dense Sirona mm-hmm. lectures mm-hmm. over the last few days. I had it playing in my office. Like oh. I would turn on a lecture and then I would go and treat a patient. I'd pause it and then I'd treat a patient. I'd come back during my like fallow times. And yes.
2: um, your fallow I, well, times. I didn't get
1: to watch any I didn't get to watch any of the live surgeries that they were, but it's still up. Like it's yeah. still on their platform. Because yeah, I watched it's still some of your lecture today. Which by the way, you freaking rocked your intro. I was like a blubbering idiot. Oh. <laughs> that was me during my introduction.
2: And no, I was so nervous. Stop it. You're amazing. You had
1: some practice. I hadn't given a lecture in four months. I wrote that, that lecture
2: for Dense by Strona World, though. That's the problem. Is that that was the first time I ever delivered right. that program. So it was fresh. It was yeah. I mean maybe. Yeah. It was fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I got to watch some really good, some really good content. So, uh, yeah, so there's that,
2: some amazing that, content that was... out there. they they've really like, I mean, from on the hygiene track, they've very much diversified like what's out there. There's so much yeah. amazing stuff out there, huge takeaways. Um, I mean, Irene, I love your program on how to save a life with a head and neck exam. like it's it's so like rich and dense with content. You look at a head and neck exam like so differently after seeing your program. I mean, I you like, so. you really do. And I will say, you delivered a, a an extended version of that for our hygiene study club at AZ Perio. Yes and people can't stop talking about it. They're like, Oh that, really? that Irene, but yeah. I'm like, you know I know her, right? And they're like, You do? Oh, I'm stop like. It. Yeah, I know Irene. You guys are so dumb. Like no nobody I work with like thinks that like we know each other. I'm like, do you Why? Kn-? I don't know. They're like, I don't know. They're funny. But yeah, I'm like <laughs> Turns out I know her. They're like, how do you know Dude. her? I'm like, I hang out oh with her gosh. every week on the we mic, have a homie. We podcast together. I know. Like. Oh, yeah. I've snuck, a, oh Irene God. and I have snuck a lot of free wine tickets at the ADHA event together. <laughs> like, we know, okay? I'm just putting that out there. That's we know.
1: Cute. Uh, well, that was a good group. That was a good group. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was what I did this week. And uh, I, I, I'm not sure how long... Um, all of the content will still be up because I hope that I like this weekend I, I have some spare time so I really wanted to watch some of the other tracks as opposed to hygiene um, yeah there's some practice management stuff that I really wanted to listen to so anyhow um, so good so yeah well we, ha- well, we, well, have, we have well we have an episode
2: what do uh, we have we have
1: we, we have an episode do you um, do I dare ask you if you even know who it's who it is
2: can you just do the song?
1: Just do the song. <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't know how to sing a song other than Densply Serona. That's all I can do for you to guess who the guest is.
2: It's Danny from Densply Serona.
1: Yes, look at you, freaking clues! I'm you trying pick to pay attention to like, like
2: <clears throat> the podcast, like, the podcast episodes that we're recording.
1: I I appreciate that you try and pay attention to them. It's mm-hmm. the least I, I can do. do. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this episode is with Danny, and it was an interesting episode because we answered all of your questions. So we threw up on all of the social media outlets um, what your questions were about aerosols and ultrasonics and i don't even remember what else we talked about there's a million different things air polishing high volume evacuation we did the whole thing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. hve we Mm -hmm. did all of that fun stuff so if you submitted a question you will likely hear your name Mm -hmm. and thank you very much because you really helped us Deliver. We loved this. This This was
2: that. This was a fun episode. If you guys loved this, if you loved like putting up your own questions and getting them answered, like let us know. Slide into our DMs, and we can do more of that. Yeah, because that would be so fun to do that, don't you think?
1: I I agree totally. Yeah. Okay, so without further ado, (laughs) here's the episode with Danny. We'll catch you on the flip side. Um, (laughs) On.
2: Yeah, okay, let's say <clears throat> on the flippity flip. Welcome back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast with your favorite peeps, Irene, Irene, and Katrina, Irene. You got it. This is a different voice. You're used to hearing our fabulous Canadian intro, this, but she gave me control this evening, <laughs> and so I, Katrina, Irene, got to do the intro. How are you, Irene, Irene? I don't even know. This is so backwards. I'm good. I'm great. I'm living my best life. How are you? <laughs> I too am living my best life. I'm so excited. This evening we have... What are you doing? You're just <laughs> laughing at me. This evening we have an incredible episode and I'm super stoked about it because I think we've had a lot of... um you know, questions circulating out there about all the things that we need to be mindful of with everything going on with this, the big old COVID. And now that we're all kind of dipping our toes back in that water, we're putting on the PPE and we're back to work. Now that we've had the time to do research and learn about aerosols, you know, the the viral component of aerosols and all that jazz. So now we're in this new wave where we've learned the things that we need to do to be able to effectively protect ourselves. (laughs) Everybody's laughing, but... I think now we're in this new era where we're beginning to understand that there are maybe things that we didn't know that we needed to know. I think we can all agree our pants were around our ankles when the pandemic happened. We didn't have the PPE that we needed. We weren't using the high volume evacuation systems that maybe we needed to. We were not utilizing the, you know, appropriate uh, a mitigation steps to protect us from aerosols. And now here we are on the other side, trying to figure out how we proceed forward. Um, pandemic aside, this is about patient safety. This is about our own safety. And so we have a very cool episode. This is a you ask the expert episode. You are guiding this program for us and we're so thrilled to be able to do it. Uh Irene and I tossed out questions on social media. Hey, what is it that you want to know? We're going to ask the expert. We're going to ask the tough questions. We want to get some answers. And we have with us today, are you ready? Cavatron uh-huh. roll, please. Uh-huh. Danny, ultrasonic coach. What up, sis? Welcome to the podcast.
0: Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Are you? What, what do you I made it? I finally you made it. it, it, it. To the... <laughs> made it to the big time, she oh, did. God. She made it to the big time. Stop. She's here. She's Stop. got. She's drinking
2: a Cosmo. She's ready to do this.
0: Oh, it's so Danny good. Is, yeah, it looks Danny fabulous. is a
2: legend
1: in so many aspects. I mean, Danny is a fellow Canadian. So, peace to you, Katrina, for being outnumbered on this episode. I know. Danny has weird. done some pretty amazing things on the research side, aside from being speaker and all of the cool things that you get to do with Dense by You you really do have your heart set on. Um, learning more about how utilizing ultrasonics is more patient efficient and more clinician efficient. And it's not just your own perception of it. It's the research and the time that you put into identifying the exact reasons why. And I, that's one of the things that I think that I admire the most about you is how, um, how much time you're willing to put into the small things. I don't know if that makes a difference, but I mean, we in dentistry, we work Mm -hmm. in the millimeters and you go into the like, micro, micro millimeters. What's smaller than a micro millimeter? I don't even know. You would know. Nano a, na-
0: a nano, a nano micro millimeter.
1: Nine, nano oh, micro. See, she, so she, so she knows that because that is what she studies. It's not even, yeah, yeah. So thank you for being here.
0: <gasps> no, it's, How are you today? I'm great. It's a sincere pleasure, honor to be here with uh, Tooth Life and the Dental Wine genist. Do you know what I'm going to call myself? I've what? been thinking of a new name for myself. Katrina, I, I listened in on the episode where the the chick wanted to steal your... <laughs> the chick. The name, you know? The she did data. steal the name. She yeah, totally stole the, the name. name.
2: She did, yeah. I
0: yeah. know. Yeah, she
1: did. I was like, I was day.
0: mortified. So <laughs> Could I was you like, imagine
1: Katrina being like, no. now Katrina ultrasonic coach? No. Right? But no. I want
0: to be uh, the dental martini
1: genist
0: i think <gasps> do it oh, sis i love that lovely. there you yeah, go take it that's not bad. it's yours <laughs> it's uh, yours anyway danny, danny it's
1: Danny's a pleasure not only, she's not only an expert in ultrasonics but she's an expert in making martinis and just before yeah. we went live on the air here not live on the air but on the air um, she shared with us her famous um, recipe for her cosmo which are we ready okay. to do this yeah, uh, you I'm should all so- know
0: you should guys should all know. I live, breathe, sleep, drink, eat ultrasonics. I have. For, I don't think
2: you should breathe ultrasonics. Like I, I, I feel like that's the whole like, point. I feel like I that would be really bad for
0: your teeth. I'm I have. I have been using HVE for twenty two years, so it's okay yes. for me to breathe ultrasonics. Okay. I've oh, all. Okay. I feel safe in that. All so, right. Okay. So great. so we've
1: got three topics that we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about air polishing. We're going to talk about cavitroning. We're going to talk about HVEs and we're going to clump questions together. And for those of you that have sent questions, thank you so much. And shout outs to you while we're, while we're answering these questions. And those start?
2: who didn't send questions, I hate <clears> you. Shame
1: on you. Shame on you. You're dead to me. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sean, John. You know what to do with that. <laughs> keep
2: that in. He's <laughs> gonna keep that in because he keeps all the dumb all right. shit I say in.
1: Okay. All right. What? Are we, where are we starting? Are we starting with ultrasonics? Are we starting with HBE? Uh, do... Or are we starting with power? Let Danny decide,
0: girl. So it's we're girl. gonna we're not gonna intermingle them. Okay. Let's, so let's try and
1: keep them separate unless there's like a question that has a little bit of both in it. I'll try and segue them. So where do
0: you want to begin? Well, because I'm Danny. Dot ultrasonic coach. Let's start with ultrasonics.
1: All right, let's start yeah. with some <clears throat> some easy ones. How about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so uh, so Lina yes. Lena, Lena Alejandra 100 said, uh, which are your favorite
0: ultrasonic tips for perio patients? It's easy. If I was going to spend some time on a desert island and I had to take my ultrasonic inserts, uh, left and right, hands down. For
1: a You're perio curved. patient. So this is specifically, she's asking about a perio
0: patient. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of I anatomy in there, you. homie yeah perio you know what i'm an anomaly i'd use it for a perio patient and i could care less if they had perio i'd use it on a healthy patient too because the left and rights can do so much they're like it's like my iphone they're so underutilized
1: agree yeah and interestingly enough i mean we went i went to ottawa when i heard you speak and i came back like mind blown with how incorrectly we all use ultrasonic instruments. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think we think of them like as a workhorse where we're going to do them really quick and then we'll finish off with our hand scaling. So we use them for less than we should, or we ought to at least. And I I didn't really do the 80-20 until I came to Ottawa and I heard you speak and uh, 80-20 rule as in 80% ultrasonics, 20% hand scaling. And since I've opened my practice, I have almost calculated how much time I use on ultrasonics and I try my best to do eighty twenty. So you're uh, an eighty twenty. I'm good. an eighty twenty at least. Okay. Sometimes it's like an eighty-five twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, rights and left oftentimes we use incorrectly. People don't realize that you use the back of the insert as opposed to the face of the insert.
0: Yeah. Right? Yep. You use the back, mm-hmm. sometimes the lateral sides, obviously. But yeah. Occasionally the face, but they are um super G, sub G, straight root surface, curved root surfaces, concavities, Vercations. longevities, vacations, I mean, it's funny. It's I have this little saying like once you go left and right, you never go back. But um true. But there is a learning curve oh, on the curve. Oh,
1: uh, you're so yeah. funny, girl. You're funny.
0: But yeah, as soon as you get over that curve, and I mean, you know, Katrina, you're out there in AZ, right? AZ Perio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Obviously, left and rights are, you know, a big part of your yeah. life there. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm living the curve so, life. So-
2: in fact, um, by the way, Diamond Sharp says that their favorite insert is the
0: purple fin cert. Do you love the purple thin cert? Yes? No? Where are we at with that? No, I do love the purple insert. and um, I didn't know I would love the purple insert until actually you know the purple insert came along. Thin insert, ultra thin if you mm-hmm. guys are. Uh, but I remember I clearly remember as a clinician, I got, I was really getting really good um, past probably the 80, 20, but what eluded me was the little pieces up underneath the contact point, and even mm-hmm. my slim lines couldn't get there. And I was like, "Wouldn't it be nice if I had, you know, something that was as thin as my my H six seven sickle that I had shaved down, like, mm-hmm. so it could, yeah. you know, get right up underneath there?" And then, lo and behold, Denseby started with the prototype on the thin cert. Took a while for it to come to uh, come to fruition, but once it did, it it's like one of those things you don't know you need until you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: I I only have one. So Danny and I put the list of Cavatron inserts that I needed for my practice before my practice opened. And I think I was like, I need five of everything. And you said, no, just get one of each for now. And I have a couple of of others. Um, And I feel like I need more of them because I I now, it's interesting. Once you start using ultrasonics regularly and you've decided that you're going to allow them to be the main focus of your appointment with your patient, Um, And you allow them to be utilized interchangeably because I remember the days where you would use one Mm -hmm. insert with the patient and you would get that one and that was the one that you used. And I find that now I'm pulling out three or four of them during an appointment and, you know, they have to go through the sterilization process. And by the time they come back out, you know, another patient's being treated. So. You I want to, I want to touch yourself... on that though,
2: Irene, I, yeah, I love you that, have that you to do allow
1: that. yourself to go through and open up more than one of them during an appointment and don't feel bad that you're opening up more than one instrument um, at a time. Is what I, I mean. love that no, you said
2: that. that because that that's, that's, I think the thing, I, I mean, I know that there are some standards that are different across the border and in the United States, it is pretty typical that whatever Cavatron tip gets put on your tray by the assistant when they're like putting That's the, the one trays use. together is what you use. We aren't targeted about like what, what type of calculus, what type of patient, what type of anatomy, you know, I, I hate to say it, but that goes out the window. Hygienists oftentimes are not involved in the ordering process. So we really don't have a buy-in from that standpoint. We just use whatever gets slapped on our tray, but you're approaching your mechanized scaling with one type of a tip, which is just amazing. Right. So I love that. I love that you have so much more on your
0: tray, Irene. That's that's fantastic. And you know, I, Irene, I'm I got Danny
1: you. to thank for that. I do. I really do have you to thank for that.
0: Well, I'm glad. I, I'm glad that I had that much influence so far. <laughs> I I plan to have more. Hashtag influencer. Hashtag influencer. (laughs) Get it, girl. Sure. I have a question. So, and I often say this because as hygienists add, you know, two instruments, ultrasonic instruments to their tray, three instruments, four instruments, they think that means more work and more debridement time. But Irene, you notice as you're adding instruments and as you're Elevating your ultrasonic debridement, you're probably spending less time with your hand instruments. Thus I you're am. 80, 20, 85, you know, 15, 90, 10. So it's not, not about working more. It's about as you see your ultrasonic knowledge and skill elevate, you'll notice that you're not going back to as many surfaces with your hand instruments.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. And um <clears throat> I I mean I've gotten some heat for this on social media, but I worked in a perio practice for four years, and uh, one of the things that we did is, if you if you felt uncomfortable, you would take post SRP X rays. Oh yeah, and you don't yeah, do that yeah. for every patient. I mean, you do that if you feel like, all right, I don't understand or I can't feel the difference between rough root morphology morphology mm-hmm. or uh, calculus. So I do that. I mean, I I take Mm -hmm. post-operative, I take bite wings, like I will take PAs, but I'll take bite wings and perhaps an anterior PA if I have a very deep pocket. Um, But I have noticed that in my post-operative x-rays, there are a lot fewer pieces of calculus that I'm Mm -hmm. identifying because of it. And I have a case that I'm going to be presenting on my social media next week. And I took some photos yesterday. It was an SRP patient. Um, I had uh, two hours for right and right side, quad one and quad four. And I'm looking at the post-op photos. And I took photos of the Ah. four Cavitron inserts that I used. So I can share that not only did I have a full instrument kit. Like most people are used to. I also had four Cavatron inserts, which includes one of my new favorite ins- inserts that I had never used before you. Uh, the beaver tail. Mm-hmm.
2: I knew and you were going to say the beaver tail. Oh, Irene,
1: <gasps> do you know the beaver? Girl, t- let me what's, tell you about the. They beaver call tail. it the three,
0: one, three beaver tail. Don't they? Three, one, three. I know we call it the FSI three. In Cavitron FSI land. 3 oh, but it's, yes. but, but, it, oh, we but we call also the three in America. A.K.A. as
1: beaver tail, beaver tail. Um, and it is absolutely amazing. I mean, it breaks up ledges of calculus. We see those ledges of calculus on the lower interiors. And one thing that I, and I don't want to like take away from more of the questions, but one thing that I've really identified is those patients that have had calculus build up on the lower interiors for like ever, like they yeah. haven't had their teeth cleaned in 10 years and they've got those ledges of calculus. And as soon as you break away that calculus, what happens? like extreme sensitivity right away, extreme sensitivity. And because of the rounded toe on this insert, like there's little to no sensitivity. It's just Mm -hmm. like a smooth calculus removal. Anyway. Mm. So, um,
2: Okay, your turn.
1: Me, it's my turn.
2: Irene's can, turn. Okay,
1: so segue. Um, you guys are funny. Kind of like segue <laughs> into the next one, but also like back back a couple of steps. Is ultrasonic the gold standard for all periodontally involved patients, or is hand scaling enough? And this question comes from BKB08. Okay,
0: so this is a fun one. So there, where there was just 2020 a meta-analysis done of I think 19 or 20 papers comparing hand instruments in ultrasonics. Prior to that 20 or 2002, Tunkel did another one. Okay, so if we look at those two papers and we would look at the conclusions. So what they say is they say, if you look at things like, uh, clinical parameters such as you know uh, probing depths or clinical attachment levels or uh, bleeding, uh, removal of calculus, you can probably say that both of them are relatively equal when you're looking at the studies, which is huge because when I graduated, hand scaling was the gold standard. I graduated in 94. Now, but they both say on top of that, ultrasonics preserves more root structure when it's used properly, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. more efficient, it's quicker, and it has more ergonomic advantages for the clinician. So if that's the case, which one do you think is the standard? I mean, if if they're going to be somewhat equal in clinical tissue response, but the one preserves root structure is quicker and is going to be better ergonomically, I think that bumps it into the, it's the gold standard.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, do. I think it,
0: I think it's an it's the new gold standard. I think the new yes. gold standard.
2: For a long time, you know, our endpoint of instrumentation, don't you guys all remember being in hygiene school and like scale and root plane that root until oh, yeah. it is glass smooth, right? And that's Every like we were told that juice because we thought that endotoxins were firmly bound into the cementum. And we thought that part of our role was to remove that disease cementum. And now surprise, surprise, endotoxins are not firmly bound into that cementum. What are we doing? We are treating the tooth for a tissue associated disease. And we need to be mindful of the fact that one of the oral systemic link challenges is that those endotoxins have a systemic burden. They get dumped into your bloodstream. And that's where we do get those concerns of what's happening from that like systemic acquisition our instrumentation is different. When you're utilizing ultrasonics, you have that cavitation motion, right? You have that ability to approach the bacteria associated with perio in a different way. And that I think is what elevates and changes the tool that you have in your hand and and what's on your tray, which I think is phenomenal. So thank you. And I'll,
0: I have to add to that because the other thing that we have to realize in the studies is the large number of the studies that compare ultrasonics to hand instruments don't even look at using curved left and right instruments. Okay. So they're just using that's like a game changer. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, you know, ultrasonic aficionados will tell you that um, access becomes a big deal for them because I mean, obviously if you can access some of these areas, this equally with a hand instrument or an ultrasonic, you know, you could, It's probably reasonable to think you're going to get the same clinical outcomes. But when you start to make your ultrasonics access, you know, periodontally involved areas better than your hand instrument, then that's the game changer. Okay, Mm -hmm. So I think it has a lot to do with our clinician technique. I have I have friends who ultrasonic 90, 95, 100 percent of the time. I love that. Mm. I love that. Awesome. All right, final ultrasonic question, and Irene and I are going back and forth because there are two
2: really good ones, but I really like this one, and I think it's really important. Um, This question is, what's needed to ensure safe ultrasonic usage, and why don't more people know that?
1: <gasps> Taylor's question. DC. Taylor, I love Taylor DC from, from Patterson. Patterson. I love what him, up,
2: bro. He's my bro. So, so what? What's needed to ensure safe ultrasonic usage? And maybe this is a segue into the next
0: step. Right. Um, I mean, for 22 years, people have lo- been looking at me like I've had two heads whenever I mention HVE. Until March, people have look- been looking at me like I've had two heads. Really? Yeah. I would say 90- ninety.
1: What percentage of people would you say were not using an HVE before I would say-
0: COVID? Oh, I mean, I only know anecdotally from, um, questioning my audiences. Anecdotally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what, what are yours? What are your, cause I did a poll too. What okay. Did, what are your numbers? So mine would be
2: 80% not using HV. Yours too. Wow. I had 84%. I See? pulled a uh, CD, uh, ADHA. I did a thing, um, a couple thousand hygienists on there. And 84% of them said before yeah. the pandemic, they were not using high volume evacuation. So,
0: I mean, that is, you know, by far, first and foremost, if you can capture particles, aerosols, droplets, splatter at the source before they enter into ambient air and reach the dental health care professional. I mean, if you capture them at the source, they don't become an aerosol, they don't become a droplet, they don't become splatter because they don't get past the HVE. So, so definitely
1: that's, that's a that's a big number. That's a really yeah. big number.
2: It is a big number, despite like, you know, Steve Harrell's research was done in 2004 that said we needed to be using high volume evacuation. And so the issue is like, where do you go for sources like that? You know, and, and people like you, Danny, have been saying this for a very long time. There's several of us that have been lecturing on high volume evacuation. And um, it's nice to not be looked at like the crazy person. <laughs> oh, people people <laughs> like,
0: love me to say, HBC I know, now. I know. But- I, I,
1: okay. Can I tell you my story? So I've been using an old school HVE before having my PureVac. In my previous practice, I used the standard HVE, the long suction. I would cut it in half because it was easier to hold, and I was using that on my SRP patients. And I was also using a, a Optergate, The Optergates made by Ivoclar. And at one point, my boss stopped buying me the obturates because they're not cheap. Like they're expensive. They're about a dollar a piece. A box of 50 is about, I don't know, 60 or $70 Canadian. So I would have to buy them myself. Mm-hmm. And that's how I manage. I mean, I don't have trouble at all. I throw in, I put a little Vaseline on the lips. I throw in the Gate, Patient's comfortably half open. I had my little sectioned HVE and I was kind of going to town. I didn't have a face shield. So my aha moment was when I was constantly getting like splatter on my face and on my, I was wearing loops without a face shield. What did we do before a face shield? Seriously, can you take I a know. moment to just appreciate COVID for the introduction of face shields in it's amazing. standard care. Yeah.
2: And in so, in our so, hair, how many of us like went home with like profi paste in our hair?
1: Went, yeah. hair, went out never mind oh yeah home. let's go for like, happy hour, hour. In, yeah. in our
2: we in america we would go out in our scrubs
0: so yeah. guess face. where Anywho. where i learned hve when i joined niagara college as a faculty member in 1998 and walked into the clinic to teach and the students were using in 1998 ultrasonics hve goggles and face shield in 19 98. Wow. And I was doing none of that in private practice. So to both your points. Yeah. Yes. If you haven't been doing it a long time, as Katrina says, it feels like it's cumbersome and it's hard to get into a groove, but to Irene's point, practice will help you overcome that. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah. don't and give, asking, don't give up everybody. Don't give up. Asking your patient to move their head around at oh. this point is what you need to do. Yeah. I mean, you're quad, already uncomfortable. Quad, I, I tell them to be on their ear quad one lingual indirect vision using my HVE. When they turn to the right, I say, turn to the right. And if they don't turn enough, I say, I need you to be on your ear. Your ear. That's so right. you are turning on their ear. Oh, and that's the a good same way to goes do it. With the other quadrant. When I'm working on like quad three lingual, retracting the tongue with my HVE. Are you saying
2: lingual?
1: Whatever. Stop it. Okay.
2: Of a paper Okay. Cut. So
1: then the next question is actually quite interesting because I used to do this many moons ago, and I actually don't know the answer to it. Our friend Tasha one twenty eight asks: Is an HVE cut in half as effective as a
0: full length HVE at reducing ultrasonic aerosols? Yeah, as long as the um, end of it is a single open large bore bevel that's eight millimeters or greater so as long as you're never disrupting that part of it you can yeah you can use it long medium or short
2: amen so i want to talk about this there are actually a couple of questions that are all kind of in the same in the same vein so i want to unpack this Kayla Sierra says, I love the PureVac HVE, but I find it doesn't suction much water from the Cavatron. Sad face. Help. In tandem, we have several other um, people that are asking about um, basically utilization of the high-volume evacuation. So can you define for us what high-volume evacuation
0: is in comparison to you know, liquid pooling Okay, so high volume is high volume because what you're doing is you're drawing um, large volumes of air through that HVE opening. And because you're drawing large volumes of air, your tiny, tiny particles, your aerosols and your small droplets will follow into that HVE um, alongside of that air. Now, large droplets or let's say splatter which is you know heavier and has bullet-like trajectory it may escape hve um and certainly fluid because it's heavy um it is going to drop to the floor of the mouth or it's going to drop to the you know to the back of the throat um but when your your goal is the capture of aerosols fluid management that's secondary if if we had if we had an HVE that was strong enough to pull in all the water imagine what would be happening to the cheeks and the tongue and the lips right, right it would right. Be, be yeah so i but mean there you, has to be a happy medium there
2: but don't you feel like I, think, I mean hygienists use that like their the ability of the the suction device to be able to like pull out the pooled fluids they use that as like I I don't think we realize aerosols are under 50 microns and you can't see them,
0: right? Correct, yes. And even probably even smaller, the ones that we're worried about in dentistry are are incredibly small, right? 0.12 microns, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so you have to keep your aerosol reduction devices and your fluid devices almost on like two separate, kind of two separate planes. It's not a device that's gonna do both. Now, mind you, your HV is gonna collect some of that heavy fluid. Okay, but you're going to have to, and you guys know this, you're going to have to take your peer vac or any HV device for that reason. Um, and you're going to have to go back to the retromolar pad area and do stick your, you know, tooth. stick it yeah. on the tooth, do your dip and goes. And every dip so and often, go. dip and go. Yeah. That's okay. why, as Irene described, you know, she tips clients heads so that she is controlling the pooling to one area. I so think the, I think the biggest issue is the, um, because
1: this is such a new concept to a lot of hygienists they're envisioning that their hve is supposed to do what the standard smaller right. opening hve is supposed to do right. and it's not about the it's not about the aerosols in that mind it's the perception of what you see so they see water coming out and they see water going into that very small opening very quickly and they envision that to be the highest level or standard of of pulling of fluid. So I think what needs to be said is that, and and I've read a lot of the Facebook groups and a lot of the people that say, well, I'm disappointed in this, or I'm disappointed in that. And the problem is that you shouldn't be disappointed that your pure vac is not pulling out as much of the heavy fluid as possible. You should be appreciating that it's pulling out what you can't see, which is the aerosolization. So-
0: Hey That's do you guys you guys one. know that if you find that your HVE is sluggish like if you really think there's an issue um you have to make sure that your office main vacuum system is large enough to be drawing the air so if anybody out there thinks it's sluggish um, you can have your main vacuum unit checks checked by a dental technician Um, because we're finding in a lot of cases that um, with more HVE being added to offices and being used simultaneously in multiple ops sometimes Mm -hmm. those main vacuum units aren't big enough and strong enough to pull. And
1: and to add to to that, as someone that just built an office, Mm -hmm. I can say that each one of those units is only kind of um, allocated to a certain amount of chairs per office. So for example, I thought forward and thought perhaps one day I'll have four or five chairs. So the unit that I purchased is able to support four or five chairs running at the same time.
0: I love that. Katrina, uh, the last part of the question was the mirror, mirror. And how do you, how do you keep the rearview
1: mirror clean and clear of in for indirect vision?
0: So take um, a little bit of fine profi paste and apply like it the, to the like mirror. The, like the
1: like the new pro.
0: The new pro is really good. Yeah, oh. yeah. Do the new pro. Do do we do
1: we want the grape, the mint, or the citrus mint?
0: <gasps> oh. I like- I know that's C- tempting.
1: Citrus citrus mint has been a fan favorite in my practice. I think like every other patient picks citrus mint.
0: Is that the new prosensidine citrus mint? It is. The, the white one. Yeah, that's yeah. golden. Yeah. So yeah, rub it on. I, I did it. You I just was rub it on? Yeah. I was working with uh students at Durham College actually two days ago and they weren't quite they didn't quite believe me. They had twenty four peers. So do you use it do you use it with your finger or do you do it with like your Freedom Polisher? I've only ever done it with my freedom polisher um, and we did so you... it with the polisher um, last week in at Durham. Uh, students were doing a little bit of a uh, an experiment so they took the polisher they rubbed the um, fine paste on it and they couldn't believe night and day with how the water yeah what runs a great off tip
1: you got um, does this mean, does this mean we're going into uh, we're going into our next let's and talk final about section? polish. Let's talk about polish. Let's talk about, um, air polishing a little bit. Um, and one of the things that I, I mean, has been consistent in the comments is how to tidy up the mess and how to clean up the mess. Um, what do you have to say? Let's just like blanket statement about any recommendations you can make to a clinician who is using an air polishing system to reduce the
0: aerosolization of powder. Okay. So your your HVE should be taking care of most of that mess, but perhaps the angulation is a little bit off. So Irene, remember when we went through... Ding, 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 ding. Is that ding, what you're, you're thinking?
1: Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm thinking of... I'm, so this is what I'm thinking. I'm envisioning a clinician working on the upper anteriors yes. and I'm envisioning them having... The trajectory of their powder to water ratio coming towards, towards the incisal edge, edge, and then up towards the patient's eyeballs. Yep. Um, which then would allow the powder to go up towards the patient's face. Is that right? That's that's the incorrect uh, technique, is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking, Danny?
0: I would always tip towards the gingival margin. So right. I, yeah, always tip towards the gingival margin. So if maybe we are
1: two too vertical to the occlusal plane
0: well your angle on those anterior teeth should be your angle should be on those anterior teeth about 60 degrees
1: 60 yeah
0: 60 right
1: so if you're if you so 90 being here 60 being here what if they're too vertical what if that trajectory is right parallel to the long axis of the root
0: Oh yeah. If they're, if they're, if they're much more, if they're way more then definitely it's going to go up the patient's nose or the client's nose. Right. Yeah. It's right. hard for me to and envision I think- this. <laughs> I know I'm even with me- Katrina's like Kat- skull and a uh, pen, <laughs> but okay. So tip it, open your angle slightly, Katrina. <laughs> there you go. Yep, there we go. I think, I think that, yeah, is that's, that's, that's what
2: I do. Is this, yeah. I, I thought you guys were saying like, do this. And I think Irene's,
0: know, like, I think uh, Irene's saying that's what so- people are doing. They've but in the too pr- much of a trajectory,
2: have you ever had a patient have an emphysema? Like you, you have to be careful. Mm. You can't, you can't I do no that. Pa-
1: I, I mean, I, I have not either, but, months, I've, but I haven't, I've
2: heard, I, so I've been air polishing for a very long time. I we're going to perio practice. We do a lot of air polishing, knock on wood. Um, this isn't wood. This is like, I bought this on Wayfair, so it's probably not wood, but, um, you know, I, whatever I'm concerned about emphysema. I'm concerned about creating tissue problems because I've heard that it's extremely painful and extremely uncomfortable. So I, not that I overangulate, but I don't want to make sure that I'm targeting right. I'm not going into the gingiva.
0: That's right. That's right. Okay. So you want, you want that slurry even. So let's say let's keep in the anterior teeth. So it's 60 degrees. So you also want the slurry to hit about the middle third of the tooth. So if it's going to hit the middle third of the tooth, it's going to kind of splay out towards the gingiva. But to Katrina's point, it's not going to go at the gingiva or get underneath the gingiva.
2: So you're doing a like almost a downward motion away from the gingiva pointing toward the incisal, but targeting the anterior or targeting the middle third of the tooth because of how wide that splay is. That's right. About what? Three millimeters from the tooth? One to two? Exactly. Three Three to four. Three to four millimeters. Three millimeters from the tooth.
0: If you're too close, if you're more than three to four millimeters, then you're going to get big bounce back. And that right. could also be. Okay.
2: So is that where the thinking. mess is coming in? Is like, maybe people are too close to the tooth
0: and they're not like yes. backing they're off too far That's away. Right.
1: They're not yeah. in that like sweet
0: Sweet spot. spot. That's right. Yeah. Can't be too no, close. No, no. Can't be too far. So
2: think about your probe, like right. well, how far away is three millimeters? It's not that much, but it's also no, like right. a decent amount that you're not on the tooth. You're not like articulating the tip right on the tooth.
0: That's right. right
2: that's
1: right um and what about the motion of the tip are we making vertical kind of strokes kind of like a power washer or are we doing circles
0: yeah i always like to recommend circles looks like that's what everybody's demonstrating here so uh we yeah. all we all give the thumbs up to a circular motion so cool got it
1: uh powders so we've got two types of powders in our profi jet um, when do you decide which powder is used? And someone asked about contraindications uh, to ProfiJet. Contraindications for ProfiJet and contraindications for ultrasonic use. What would our contraindications be for ProfiJet? Okay, so let's
0: talk about the powders. So um, for ProfiJet, for Cavitron uh, ProfiJet, uh, aluminum trihydroxide, which is jet fresh, or sodium bicarbonate, which is just prophy prophy jet powder okay so those are the two um i would always use the sodium bicarb unless you had a contraindication to the sodium the sodium bicarb is although yes it's a little bit on the salty side uh but it absorbs it dissolves quickly So the patients may feel a little bit of salt or taste a little bit of salt, but it's not going to be a a very (laughs) gritty experience. And plus the sodium bicarbonate, I mean, it's very, um, it's very non-abrasive. So it's very, you know, kind and gentle to the tissue. So those are the two. Um, If there was a contraindication, most, most contraindications. Yeah. Well, hypertension, if, um, if there's a sodium restricted diet. Okay, so Uh, that's not all hypertensive. If someone
1: is controlled, if they're Mm -hmm. medically controlled, if we took our vitals when they first came in and they're within normal limits, would would that be a contraindication still, or would you take it under under advisement almost? No, if
0: they haven't been put on a sodium restricted diet, then we're good to go.
2: What about mm. um, patients that have like kidney challenges, right? Or renal disorders, Cushing's, Cushing's, Cushing's. Dis- disease, or That's- if their their acid base balance is off, right? So exactly. like, okay. Uh, Peeps, we'll
1: link link the instructions, contraindications and indications for use below. So if you have any further
0: questions, I'm sure there's tons that you can find out. Okay, so even though we're talking about all of this, all of the contraindications because of sodium acid-base balance, kidney disease, there has never been a study to show that after an air polishing procedure with sodium bicarbonate, how much of that sodium actually enters the bloodstream. We don't know that. no. So we are just kind of erroring more on the side on of caution. The side of caution. Mm-hmm. Because True. the potato chips that I ate last night probably oh my gosh. Have way more salt way in them more. than oh. my air policy. Sure. More opportunity
2: sure. for systemic acquisition, which I think is the, the, the Dillio, right? <clears throat> yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Okay, one last
1: one like, last question before we wrap it up. <laughs> last question, and it's a very short question. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a yes or no. Uh, can you damage da D A gingiva with the air polish from our friend Lena. Can you damage da gingiva? I think that's the a gingiva. gangster way. The gangster way of saying the. Gingiva. Even in a gangster's da.
2: paradise. Can
1: you damage it? <laughs> I mean, I, I get patients that say that it feels a little pricklier <clears throat> on the lower anterior linguals. Of course, by virtue of anatomy, the teeth are smaller. Sure. Um, You're getting and that crowded. It's more playing. difficult. It's more difficult to maintain your angulation when teeth are not in perfect occlusion. So yeah, I, I I say it's kind of like pins and needles, but is it really damaging if you're kind of going over it in a quick, like one second, two seconds, like how much time like, do people normally spend using an air polisher? Because I finish up the entire mouth in like less than 15 or 20 minutes.
0: Like, honestly, if you are, if you are Adhering to all of those angles and distances uh, and that we just described, right, and hitting the middle third of the tooth, then that's going to keep you clear of you know any gingival, um, any gingival oh, considerations. Okay, okay. If you da are uh, using the gingiva, if gingival. you are <clears throat> using the technology incorrectly and angling it or putting it right on the gingiva, then yeah, I think you know I've seen some we- students uh i've seen some students you know use it incorrectly and just like you get you know how you get tissue tags with improper angulation angulation, adaptation adaptation, with
1: right so little itty bitty hematomas and then bye bye papilla
2: yeah
0: (laughs) so you know proper technique no and now that we're all using hve your uh your field of vision is going to be even greater with the ear polisher right one to two one to two teeth for one to two seconds give your client a little bit of a rinse Hey, Irene's got auto cycles on her air polisher. Danny, I think we need like
1: a part two of this. Let's yes. do a part two in 2021.
0: Absolutely, How do you feel about that, girl. I'm in. This is I so good.
1: I think we should do it live. <gasps> yeah, <At a gasps> trade show somewhere. Yes, somewhere. Let's we, find we each need other need in the same
0: city. They need
1: <sighs> to shake Margaret. Yes, we. Her, everybody um, has like little
2: mini. Like we should get dense by a little mini shakers. Boom, 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 boom.
1: Yeah, we still need have, to have a little to left. Some little, about that. I, mean, I would okay. love. I would love to do that. Let's Let's make that happen. That'd be really fun. Let's make it fun. All right. Okay. One last sip before we do our thing,
2: ladies. Well, thank you so much. This has been an absolutely wonderful episode and thank you so much to everybody. All of our viewers who weighed in and guided this conversation, we're so grateful to be able to have your voice be a part of this particular episode. Now, Danny, ultrasonic coach, we are called the Tooth or Dare podcast for a reason. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this. Okay. To review. Dare me to do something crazy. (laughs) To review, um, Irene and I will do a visually impaired version of rock, paper, scissors. Whoever loses will go up against you. Against you. And I I had to say the Canadian version. Um, Against you. That's our process for how we do that. Um, And then between you and the the who's a her, you get to decide if you dish... (sighs) Or accept a tooth or a dare. So, okay. while Irene and I are figuring out our tooth or dare situation, remember you can follow Irene at ToothLife.Irene. You can follow Katrina on Instagram at the Dental Wine Genist. and you can follow our fantastic guest, Danny at Danny with an I. D. A. N. I. Dot Ultrasonic Coach on Instagram. All right, girl, are
0: you ready for this?
1: I'm ready. Ready. Danny, all right you're gonna count us in ready you
0: gotta, you gotta count us in danny paper, you gotta help us ready? shoot okay three two one go what oh, irene I mean, irene won you?
1: this is crazy. i beat you i beat you all right danny and katrina you ladies have to decide who is accepting a tooth or who is accepting a dare danny what do you want to do do you want a dish or do you want to do you want to accept
0: i am a i'm a risk taker i want to accept. <sighs> Ooh, would
1: you like to accept? What are you accepting? I'm gonna go accept there. a tooth.
2: You're gonna accept a tooth. Yeah. Ooh,
1: Katrina, Katrina gets deep.
2: She's gonna oh, ask you something. She's
1: Gonna go totally off? Off? The is this top. like?
0: Is this Barbara Walters? Are you guys gonna make me cry?
2: This is gonna. This is gonna be really intense. You ready? I'm make someone okay. cry.
0: <laughs> I
2: take it back. I take it back.
0: I take it back. Da, da, Danny, da, da, you da.
2: are. You are such a, um, wealth of knowledge and you have, you have done so much in your career. So for your tooth, I want you to tell us, <laughs> tell us about your biggest, like F up in your career. Woo-hoo. Like what was the thing that you were like, Ooh, should not have done that.
0: Okay. Do you, you, like, you accept Oh, absolutely. Accept. i <laughs> like sit here on this podcast. podcast? Oh, no, I'd sit here and tell you about 12 of them, but we don't have enough time. Um, hey, we learn from our F-ups, right? And that's mm-hmm. how we grow. So I'm mm-hmm. not afraid of them.
2: Should we call it an FSI up?
0: Of- <laughs> okay, so I will tell you, for those of you, I'll be very honest, um, I'll give you a clinical one, um, so, and it'll be relevant to one of the topics. So so imagine this, 1994, I'm a grad, new grad. Okay. I picked up an ultrasonic like once coming out of my program at Seneca College in Toronto, never used an air polisher. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I go mm-hmm. back to the office that I was a dental assistant in and the hygienist was on mat leave. So I slide into her mat leave as a new grad. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's familiar with everything. Um, going over chart review and the client who's coming in prefers air polishing. And I'm like, well, shit. I've never done it before. I, you know, <laughs> they didn't tell us about it at school. Yeah. But, but I seen the hygienist do it, like you know, a couple dozen times. How hard can it be? So I get everything set up. It is a profi jet at the time, and again, this is 1994. This client comes in, and literally, like, I I didn't know what I was doing, and I had no confidence. And rather than abort mission, I kind of went through and I don't think I was as bad as I, I, I actually was, but I, I kept saying to the patient, I mean, are you okay? Does this feel okay? How does so it's, it's the
2: first time, you always think you're bad right? and you keep asking your yeah. partner if yeah. it's okay, if they're okay. But I okay must have been silly. like-
0: Are you okay? Must, must have been like terrible because uh, she, about after three or four minutes into the procedure, she got up, walked out of the office. And uh, oh, p- no. took her bib down and I just like, uh, you know, 24 years old cried.
2: Oh so. no. Why do patients oh, use their bib what? as like a statement? Like they're like, I hate I it and off they go. And I you're like, quit. okay. Oh, okay. I put that on you, by the way. I own that bib. Like I put it on. Oh,
0: you know what? I tell that story often to students and I'm like, but you know what? I said, that didn't break me because I'm like one of the best damn air polishers that you'll ever find, you know, 27 years later.
1: If, the, hmm. if that is the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your career, then I applaud that's, you. Yeah, guys, really? you like yeah. That's, yeah. Really? Every day. Are you day kidding me?
2: I'm putting out dumpster fires every day yeah. in my business of things that I've done. that is the worst thing like, that's I, ever
1: happened to you. I, Katrina went to the bathroom at a speaking gig with her microphone on. Yeah, we it was all, number all done one. It was just, you just number one, though. though.
0: Yeah, no. Oh, you don't even want to know what happened to me. To have a client walk out on you, do you don't think that as a clinical hygienist, that's terrible?
2: Oh, I've had that happen no. to me too.
1: Oh, okay. As a new grad though, as a new grad, that's almost like a rite of passage. Like you wear yeah. that, like a badge of honor. You have to. Of it's honor like, you just, almost. you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like now really you like... know
0: to never do that again. Nobody has never ever admitted to me that they've had a client walk out on them before. I didn't. Really? I had a patient walk out on me.
1: Hey, hey, Danny. I Yesterday doesn't how- count. No. I know this isn't a thing and how we do things, but can I dare you to clean my teeth for me? <gasps>
2: yes, let's do can that. Can you come to
1: my office? And I haven't had my shh, teeth cleaned shh, shh. since... Let's clean Irene's admit- teeth. I don't even want to admit how long it's been since someone else other than myself has cleaned my teeth.
2: Can you clean Irene's teeth, please?
0: Usually I I do my uh, my daughter's teeth at home. I have her hop up on the stove because that's where it has the best light. And I can I know, maybe you should come to my house and hop Irene, up on can my can you just stove. go to her house?
2: She'll have a martini and then you guys will be fine. Okay.
0: I, can we put so martini
2: what? in the bottle of the profi jet. Can yeah. we do that? Can that be a thing? So good. All right. Well, awesome. It has been a wonderful experience. Thank you so much to Danny. We really appreciate your time today. You are wonderful. Thank you so much again to our listeners. We really appreciate your weighing in on this. Um, if you loved what you saw today, please join us on Instagram at toothordare.podcast again you can find our fabulous guest coach, on instagram from all of us at or Dare podcast, we say be safe be well and peace out peeps cheers
0: and happy ultrasonicking
1: and we're back peeps on Katrina's flippity flip
0: on the flippity flip
1: we're here we're on the flippity flop flop floppity flip um thank you to everyone who submitted questions on all of the topics that were previously discussed we appreciate it and for those that unfortunately couldn't get your questions answered you know where to find danny and you know where to find us just shoot us a dm and and uh that's it any 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 other pieces of wisdom pearls you'd like to share
2: these are the pearls of wisdom another
1: word that's another word that irritates me pearl when people use the word use the word pearls In like a sentence about knowledge.
2: I I like the word that's so like twenty seventeen, that's so two thousand and late. I started I I started a Spotify playlist called two thousand and late, and it's all the music that I listened to when I was in college and drank, and it's called two thousand and late.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I I feel like I feel like that phrase is two thousand and late. I feel like those. That was the that was the it phrase that speakers used back in the early two thousands. We need new phrases now.
2: Okay. So should we pick a phrase right now and just like see if it like seethes into cultural items? Yes. Let's I pick think one. That's a great idea. Let's pick one right now. So
1: what's another word for pearls? What about gems? Gem- what if we could just use gems, gems instead of pearls. But people always say like
2: you're a gem. Are we like watering that are we watering that down?
1: No. We're we're watering it up Okay, we're making good. it worth more. I like that. Cause not only is it now like a thing of beauty, but it's also a thing of wisdom.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm so if mm-hmm, anyone's mm-hmm. using the word pearls,
1: you need to now use the word gems. Hmm. As as per Yankus Sanders twenty twenty one
2: like like that's how you pronounce right. your last name
1: that's that's how we've that is the citation Irene, um. okay all right we've done enough damage Did for we? one day don't you don't you agree girl yeah i, I think,
2: think so, so. i th- I think so we, we yeah. tore that up they're already we're gonna totally be so flustered. confused because the podcast episode with danny was i was confused you were confused wasn't i i was going on a date that night too wasn't i
1: yeah you were you uh you left to go on a date and left Danny and I in the meeting room. I had like, to go. All right. Okay. Bye. Well, because we had issues with her audio. She couldn't figure out how to how to log in and stuff.
2: No, but then we were done. We were, we were good. But I, I had to go. Yeah. You had to go. I had you to go. Done. You were out. I, I had to live go. my life.
1: I got to go. I got to go Someday I got to go, go right now. Oh. Oh. Okay, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, peeps.
2: Cheers now she's gone oh, oh let those God. let that scalp go girl get it check your weave oh. <clears throat> so that's like perfect because you know if like a, one glass of wine is just like not enough for me but a full bottle of wine is also like bad news bears aka last night I mean it's not like bad news bears where I'm like you know like I'm not like puking or anything I just like, I wake up and I'm like what are my choices my tongue is stuck to my palate and I'm like Ugh. you know <clears throat> you know where she come went? Come on, Irene. Oh, I swear. Do, do, do. I don't know. Let me check it you out. You don't
1: know any of the words after the
2: come on, Irene part. I swear. No, I don't. That's the truth. I don't know it. What, what you got there?
1: What you drinking there, girl?
2: I'm drinking a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. That's what I always drink. Oh, you are?
1: Cat piss. That's what you're drinking.
2: Cat piss. That's exactly what I'm drinking.
1: That's what New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc tastes like. It tastes no, literally. like, like- small... Like a small dehydrated feline peed in your cup. I wanna know what love is. I want, I want you, to you to show me. me. Get it, girl. I wanna feel love. Oh, I got i got
2: bra- Okay, I'll start. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. I want you to show, show- The what is
0: best. in a Cosmo, by the way? What we need a recipe. What is the recipe of the Cosmo? Um. Well, mine might be a little different, but you want to know exactly? I will I mean, tell you. I don't you. need ounces. I just. No, need I'm the gonna fla- give you ounces. Flavors.
2: Okay. Quarter.
0: Decision. Quarter ounce lime juice. Okay, lime juice. Half an ounce, uh, triple sec. Mm-hmm. Okay, I actually use. She's writing it down. I, can't. I use Cointreau. And then you one and a half, well. yeah, one and a half uh, um, shots of vodka, Grey Goose, of course, uh-huh. okay. and two and a half ounces ah, of shoot. cranberry. Two and- of the, the juice
1: this is you great trying, so
0: good <clears throat>
2: gray goose
1: okay. good. <laughs> the yeast infection juice got it noted
2: <laughs> you got to protect all of your upstairs and downstairs at the same time all
1: of yeah, all of the stairs need to be protected all right danny what are you doing with those heads there you go that's cute too I can't wait to unpack if, that. If I ever, if I ever had like a collapsed lung and I needed a tracheotomy, I would want Danny to perform it. So she would just stick like an HVE in my trachea. Oh
2: yeah, that'd be that'd be a pretty solid trach. Yeah, that would yeah. be, I want like a yeah. stoma, like just shove a, it like with a really know. nice, long, wide
1: borehole.
0: Oh my gosh, it's all about are, the borehole! So <laughs> gross. Yeah, that's that's all the, the about- name of all this right.
2: episode long, wide borehole.
0: <laughs> we all, all know, right. we all know size matters. Come on, we do, it we does, does size do. matter. I feel
1: so. like that's when I saw my first Backstreet Boys concert. <laughs> you You got to see backstreet
0: boys
2: or
1: backstreet's back all right all right okay so um
0: so i mean we've known about it for a long time doing
1: danny was doing really good things while we were partying we were while we were she was she was changing the world while While i was crushing on howie d to howie d
0: yeah Okay. okay